0: On the last day of February 1528, a young man of 24 years was executed by being burned alive at St. Andrews. Patrick Hamilton was condemned for affirming the sacraments cannot save. The first charge against him at his trial was that he said that the corruption of sin remains in a child after baptism. Another charge was his statement that a man is not justified by works but by faith alone. His opponents saw that evangelicals were moving the whole basis of salvation from the Church to Christ. Christ, said Hamilton, bear our sins on his back and bought us with his blood. The modern idea is that the religious division of the 16th century was little more than a difference over terminology and that both sides have equal entitlement to be regarded as Christian. To say that is to remain ignorant of the power of darkness that remained prevalent in Scotland before the Reformation. The gospel itself was not known.
1: Well, hello everybody! Welcome to the These Days podcast. This is Ben and Dwayne. here in the Lumberjack Studios. Lumberjack. Here on this,
0: uh, people can't see that I'm wearing day. a Lumberjack shirt, Ben. I
1: know you got your long underwear on yes. and uh, uh, your uh, flannel. You yeah. really, you really look like you're ready for that retirement life, Dad. Well,
0: that's not retirement.
1: Yeah. All we no. need to do is, now is get you a bicycle so you can ride around Happy Valley solving oh, yeah, crimes yeah, like yeah, Father yeah, Brown. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, forget yep. that. No.
1: Uh It's beautiful fall day here in the spare room studio. And We're glad you're with us. In fact, speaking of being with us, if you'd like to join us um, and be really part of the inner circle, the inner web, if you'd like to join the cult of the These Days podcast, Mm -hmm. you can find us on patreon.com slash we'll be going now. And for a small monthly donation, you can get special access to free members only episodes, which are pretty exciting episodes. Mm -hmm. And um, you can also get some These Days swag. And we just encourage you to check that out. You must also can follow us on Instagram at... We'll be going now. No apostrophe, and you too can see a picture of Dwayne and his lumberjack oh, getup today. Is not, not lumberjack. It's,
0: I'll explain that in a minute. But you know the uh, uh, the the truth is that we uh, are going to be talking today about a Scottish story.
1: Oh, is that why you're wearing your tartan?
0: I I am because my family uh, m- on my mom's side was uh, Scottish, okay. was, and I think I found the tartan.
1: The the correct tartan. For it's your family. like
0: it's like green and black checks like I'm wearing right now with some blue put in there. Okay. I don't have the blue on today. Okay. But you know.
1: Well, next time maybe you could wear a kilt for the next episode.
0: Uh that's your department, Ben. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that to you, man. <laughs> You're the one with the accents and the kilt.
1: Right. Yes. Yep. Okay. That's so what I'm known for.
0: Promise no accents today, although I'm pretty good at this Scottish accent.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Because I am Scottish. Man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are you going to bring that up?
0: <laughs> uh, till, till uh, I'm in the grave. Have uh, you ever
1: lived in Scotland? That's what I want to know.
0: I have not, but I've been to
1: Scotland. Okay, but if you've never lived in Scotland, can you really call yourself Scottish? Uh, I don't
0: know. Well, heritage, Ben. Heritage. Oh, okay. In fact... The book that we're going to look at today is A Scottish Christian Heritage by Ian H. Murray, and we're going to do a two-parter. Well,
1: That's where the cold open was from, right? Yeah.
0: I, yep, that's right. And in fact, the uh, two-part thing, you, you say we've done that before. When, mm-hmm. we, when did yep. we do that?
1: Well, we did it for William Wilberforce. Oh,
0: yes, we did.
1: Yeah, and we did yeah. it for one other. I can't yeah. remember which
0: one. That's right. Okay. Uh, there we are. Uh, but uh, this story is a story. We're going to focus on the part of the book, uh, The Scottish Christian Her- uh, H- Heritage. That is actually the where the, the where the book opens, the first couple of chapters. Uh, it's about the Scottish Reformation, which, uh, just like uh, in in on the continent with Luther and Calvin, which we've done episodes on that. Yep. Yes, we're kind of locked into we've that done, We've done the
1: Luther, Lutheran mm-hmm. Reformation, yeah. the Calvinist Reformation, right. yeah. the yeah. Bohemian Reformation, yeah. 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 and yeah. a little bit of the British Reformation. Yeah, we're sort of locked into the first century <laughs> Reformation
0: and uh, whatever else we come up with in the 20th century. But um, but it's, it, it is a wild story. So I feel like up front I need to say this. Okay. That it's, a, it's a wild sort of tumultuous story because it was tumultuous country in those days. And uh, the, the story is, if, you, if you've seen the movie Braveheart, mm-hmm. right? And you got William Wallace, you know, mm-hmm. with the mullet and... I want my freedom. Oh, man, that
1: terrible accent and terrible Uh, uh, mullet. What? what? Are you kidding me? Oh, it's
0: Oscar-worthy, Ben. Oh, my word. Uh, So anyway, uh, that's kind of like what this Reformation is like in a way because it was just a tumultuous time religiously, politically, Mm -hmm. and there was all mishmash together. And there were people on both sides of it that – we'll see this particularly next week – that maybe – Sort of crossed some lines and that sort of thing, but you know, uh, people were killing on one side and then they started doing on the other side and that sort of thing. But it was 16th century Scotland, uh, and it's uh, starts uh, the story sort of starts about uh, 10 years after uh, Martin Luther began to say, Hey, wait a minute, the Bible says something different about salvation and the Reformation on the European continent started. And uh, Christianity then spread, we should we should go back and explain how Christianity got to Scotland, which we've said a little bit about in this podcast, but it helps understand sort of the trail that um, these groups had uh, in terms of history. It, Christianity came to Scotland in the 6th century, uh, evangelization uh, with the Irish Scots and the missionaries from Rome and England, and we talked about some of that, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and who who is that? Who was uh, who the, you the were missionaries talking about that came to? Yeah, yeah, well,
1: it was the Gregorian mission. So yes, it was that's uh, right the other Saint Augustine. Think, yes, that's right. When we did that episode about the yep. Gregorian monks who came and, to, and so
0: that's the same guy that brought it to Scotland, right?
1: Well, sort of. Yeah, I mean that whole that whole uh, evangelization of yeah the basically the the pagan kingdoms yeah. of England then sort of bled into the north quite yeah. significantly. Well,
0: the Irish and the Scots were. You know, much closer in terms of you know their heritage. At the yeah, and th- I mean
1: Christianity had survived up in the Celtic regions, and mm-hmm. now they were sort of being connected to the official church in Rome. So, yeah. and there was even like a showdown yeah. between the Celtic Christian authorities and the Roman Christian authorities, and the Roman Christian authorities kind of won. I mean, yeah. it wasn't quite that dramatic, but but won, and so the. Celts who had been Christians for centuries Mm -hmm. in around the seventh century, uh, the Celts who had already been Christians became Roman Catholic Christians, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, in uh, so so Scotland was Roman Christian at that point, uh, Roman Catholic, yeah, they were like a
1: holdout, right? Because yes, down in the in England, it was it was already changing.
0: Well, in the late 1400s or mid to late 1400s uh, King Henry VIII comes right. along
1: and so they broke off Yep. and they were still catholic but they were not part of the they were still catholic in in appearance but they weren't right. they weren't part of the church officially right. but uh that that uh demand for protestantism meant a lot of catholics fled and Scotland was like a catholic Holdout, right? Roman yes, Catholic holdout. It was, yeah. They and, were pretty and, strong up there. And
0: they were yeah, some of them came to Scotland, but the you know
1: why I know this? Why do you know? Because this? of that play, I was in Loch Lomond. And oh yes, the the character I was playing was in prison yes. because he was Roman Catholic and the 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 um, that he was Scottish oh. and the the English authorities had
0: put him in prison for being well, Catholic. Well, you do have a dog in his fight. Now, I know I it's that. pretty That's pretty fun. intense. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and of course, Henry VIII uh, made himself the head of the church because he wanted to get divorces and the Pope wouldn't let him. Right. So he started his own deal. Yep. That's a good uh, reason to
1: start your own religion.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, less than 100 years before this uh, uh, business gets started in Scotland. But it plays into the story, as we're going to see, especially next week, there are people, uh, royalty, that that are a big part of this story of the Scottish Reformation. And... um, uh, the, the reality is is that uh, in the 16th century it was just a wild wild West in terms of religious faith, the, in the church, everything else. Uh, many of the, the, uh, the clergy, uh, the priests and the friars and so forth, claimed celibacy and that sort of thing, but they had concubines. Uh, the main, the, the archbishop that we'll see later, uh, a guy named David Beaton, uh, he had eight uh, illegitimate children and everybody knew it <laughs> wow and the um uh another bishop uh, that he was close to had 10 uh, and, and yet they So they, they were really could... practicing what they preached yeah, is what you're saying yeah yeah and and a lot of them they couldn't even a lot of the clergy couldn't read the bible and they certainly didn't have access to bibles so they uh, you know, that's how, that's how the Reformation started with, with Luther, too, right? He read the Book of Romans, he read Scripture, and he said, hey, wait a minute, this isn't quite—the way we say that you get salvation isn't quite what's been said. Uh, in, in his case, it was the, um, you know, paying for, uh, uh, you know, special favors in, in the eternity and so forth. Uh, you know, paying actual money for it, and as if that could actually save you—that sort of thing—and buying
1: church offices, he hated that too. Buying, yep, and there was that stuff going
0: on too in in Scotland. And of course, the church at that point owned all the greatest land, and they had the best buildings. And Scottish Scotland was a pretty poor nation. There were eight hundred thousand people, three thousand of them were priests because that was a good job if you could get it. (laughs) So that's kind of how it happened, but. Uh, the, there was a collapse of papal authority uh, about, um, well, about almost a hundred years before this, okay, and it started to, to fall apart. And and so again, it was the Wild West. But the Catholics had come on strong, trying to the Roman Church had come on strong, trying to bring things uh, back together in Scotland, because Scotland, again, as Ben said, as you said, uh, was an outlier. I mean, it was a it, it kind of lagged behind England in terms of Uh, becoming Protestant. it was sort
1: of on the frontier of, I mean, the Catholic Empire, right? Yeah. They were in the far-flung reaches. It was
0: way up north.
1: Yeah. 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 So probably wouldn't have been as easy to control being so
0: far away. Right. That's right. And that's probably, in those days, that's why it was so hard to hold the empire together, actually. And uh, so... But a a big turning point was in February of 1528, there was this uh, Protestant, they called themselves evangelicals, uh, Protestant evangelical preacher named uh, Patrick Hamilton. Okay. And he had been reading uh, Tyndale's version of, or sorry, Tyndale's translation of the Bible, which was in the vernacular. Uh oh,
1: that's a big no no. Yeah,
0: it was a big no no in the church at the time because the church was, I mean, what they were fearful of was true when people started, like with Luther, when people started reading the Bible uh, for themselves or having access to it or hearing their, pa- their uh, pastors or, or priests talk about the Bible or read it to them. They started to realize, wait a minute, things are, are different here, and uh, this is not what I've been told. Like, and uh, In other words, my church attendance does not save me, or my involvement with the church does not save me. You
1: can say that now because you retired as a pastor, right?
0: Yeah, well, I wasn't <laughs> saying it before, Ben. That's be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just, oh, ha, freaking ha. Okay, so, the cat's yeah. out of the bag. Okay, now that I'm not yeah. responsible for church <laughs> attendance anymore, you guys, it doesn't okay. save you. Okay, <laughs> hey, uh, walk out, walk out. Yeah, anyway, that's part of what my message about tomorrow. So okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so, um, but anyway, as Murray says, it was, a, it was a part of a dark age that people uh, could be put to death for mere opinions, uh, and Patrick Hamilton was put to death in St. Andrews. He was burned uh, at the stake. That's the cold open was about. Yeah. And um, after that, though, over the Uh, next... Or or not so cold. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. sorry. Uh, the cold medicine's well, kicking in. I'm sorry. Nah, you <laughs> better hope Patrick Hamilton <laughs> cannot hear you right now. Oh, <laughs> my word.
1: But I do, remember, uh, I do remember when we went to St. Saint G- Saint Giles or St. Giles. Yes. I don't know how to I think it.
0: it's St. Giles. Let's just say the I've American heard version. St.
1: Giles, too, Yeah. Uh, in Scotland. And we were both jet lagged out of our mind. But yes. we went, we went to. And my feet in, hurt. In Edinburgh, yeah. mm-hmm. And there's a statue of John Knox, but they also had plaques around there for a lot of the people who had been killed. Yes. A lot of people who had been burned.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. over the... The next thirty years, twenty some people, men and women, were killed. Prominent people, wow, prominent in the sense that they had had come out and said, "No, no, salvation is through Christ by faith alone." That kind of thing. Yeah, and and Hamilton was the first, but there were several others, and and the last one was a guy named Walter Milne, and that was in fifteen fifty eight. An okay. eighty year old, so that was uh, what thirty years later. Okay, and. Uh, he his offense was that he read the Bible in the vernacular and he believed what it said about salvation by <laughs> grace through faith. Wow! Can, can you imagine? It's a big that? no no. So, so what Murray says is right. I mean, it was a time when you could be put to death for opinion. Yeah. And so, um, as we're going to see next time in the next episode, I don't want to give it all away. Okay. But you know, there were people on the Protestant side too who sort of took up arms at a point. So. Uh, but you know, this sort of set it off. The Roman Church, the, and and what it involved was that Archbishop I talked about, Archbishop David Beaton, okay. who uh, decided that hey, we're going to put this this Protestants down once for once and for so all to crush this. Yep. So he's the one that started having it's all so, these. It's so executions. interesting
1: because in all these different Reformation uh, locations where the Reformation is occurring, it seems like the harder the Catholic authorities, the Roman authorities, crank down on it. The more it spreads, but they keep trying to crank down on it. Nonetheless, it's it's sort of like
0: beating a fire with a stick to try and put it out, right? And the sparks go everywhere. Yeah, and um, so uh, the the state of the Church of Scotland was uh, in a a real uh, mess. And, And you know, not the least of which was, you know, these poor priests. Being illiterate, we're not gonna make fun of people for being illiterate, even though we sort of make fun of people that they're fire. Anyway, um, we're not gonna do that. I wasn't making fun Uh, of those burning alive. Well, you're not laughing with them, Ben. (laughs) No, anyway, um, I'm with you. Um, So, But just as an illustration, I mean, these poor priests could not, even the bishops couldn't read the Bible for themselves if they could get their hands on one. Yeah. And it was in Latin, most of it, that they, you know, that, that's sort of a form of, it was the sort of the form of control. Well, there's this one story that sort of illustrates this. It, where there was this monk who was a prisoner. So again, we, we need to pause and say, look, all the Romans, uh, all the Roman Catholic people in Scotland, all of the priests, all of the monks and so forth, they weren't all corrupt. The leadership was corrupt. Sure. But the monk... Uh, this monk you who was could
1: say the system capital S the system yes
0: the system yeah. was corrupt, um, but this monk uh, who, who had um, been uh, arrested was uh, taken uh, I- I- out by a bishop of Dunkeld, who did not know how to read uh-huh. and did not really know his Bible, as a result. Um, and this monk uh, was suspected of teaching the Bible, uh, just flat out teaching what the Bible said straight from the Bible, rather than what the church had told him.
1: Okay, so he was he was accused of preaching the Bible. Yes. Okay,
0: which was not allowed. <laughs> okay. Unless you were, uh, you know, unless you were like a priest who had been trained to sure. teach the right things for the right. Sure. So. Um, anyway, Dunk, the, the Bishop of Dunkel, uh says to him, he says, I've got no no objection to you preaching at all, as long as, quote, any good gospel and any good epistle that sets forth the liberty of the holy church is what you preach. Okay. So this monk, rather shrewdly, who apparently could read and had read the Bible, um, Said that he didn't know how to distinguish in the Bible between good gospels and epistles and evil ones.
1: Could you could you show me where in the Bible the right yes, ones are and exactly, where the wrong ones are? Exactly. Okay. And,
0: and so this guy, this priest from Unkeld, this bishop, gets a little flustered because of course he doesn't want to admit that he can't read, yeah, and that he's never read the Bible, yeah, and he says, "Then God, I never, um, I never knew what the Old Testament and New Testament was, and I will." I will to know nothing but my breviary and my pontifical. The breviary is like the daily prayer book. It's like the daily the prayers, like yeah, the daily daily prayers. prayers yeah, yeah, and the rule book, and, and you know how priests are supposed to what the, the prayers are supposed to do and the the disciplines are supposed to. Yeah, it's
1: like to. it's like the daily church service, which is yes. the repl- replacement for yes. you know any actual, scripture which surely reading.
0: could not yeah. have been all bad because I'm sure there was scripture in there.
1: Sure, but it's very uh, specifically chosen.
0: Yes. And my pontifical is what the Pope says, like the papal yeah. bulls and that sort of thing. So, um, and that that to, to make a, a long story short, because we're going to revisit this and go a deeper dive into the years that we've just described. But by fifteen fifty nine, this uh, the reality of Protestant or as they call themselves Evangelicals had spread throughout uh, the whole country of Scotland. Yeah, and uh, there were leaders that rose up. Uh, and um, one of them was John Knox, who we'll just leave off to the side, he's the fam- most famous one and probably the the uh, main leader of the Reformation in uh-huh. Scotland. Uh, later there, after that, it, it, and again, it's one of those things where we say, Hey, you know, when you mix religion and politics and opinion all together in a soup, you shouldn't eat it, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, because it. Put that on a bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. And um,
1: so, what you're saying is John Knox is not a squeaky clean figure.
0: No, which is good. But I think God used him. Sure, but but,
1: that's good for us to recognize because we don't want to get into like God uses the squeaky clean. Yeah, because it's we don't do hero worship here on the These Days podcast. No, but
0: also there was a guy that came after him named Robert Bruce.
1: Okay, not Robert the Bruce. No,
0: that was earlier. Uh, I think that was in, toward William Wallace's okay. time.
1: I read a I read a novel about Robert the Bruce once yeah. called The Great Scott. Oh, It yeah. was so bad. Really? It was terrible. It turned well, out a, a movie about. him. It turned out by the second half, I was like, wait, I think this might be turning into a romance novel. Oh wow! <laughs> it was it was so dumb. Or
0: there's a movie about him, isn't it? Isn't isn't it? Oh, the ki- the Chris kingdom, the last or kingdom, something like or that? something. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Anyway, Robert the Bruce comes in afterwards. I mean, he he's born in fifteen fifty five, so he's only four years old when the Reformation starts. But the thing is, when you mix politics and religion, it it doesn't completely change things. Okay, um, and so he was he he was, of uh, you know, I I we we're not going to have time to get into Robert Bruce, but. Um, you the the thing is is that he was very much uh, devout and uh, did a lot of good for the Reformation that continued on this past uh, fifty nine and sixty, which was when the main Reformation is considered okay. to be. Uh, but he those were dark days for him too because when you mix politics and religion, things don't just uh, get all clean and straightened out altogether at, right. all together all of a sudden. And uh, so Robert uh, Bruce and and by the way I see there's my connection Ben
1: what. I am related to a Bruce. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yep. I know. I yeah. know.
0: No, it's true. I mean, because that, and, and that, that's where the names came. Dwayne, the spell Dwayne. You just the really name th-
1: want to be involved in this no, one, don't you? No, I'm just you? telling you. It's like want this to be D-W- your story,
0: man. D-W-A-I-N. <laughs> what is that spelling? That is a Celt spelling, yeah. man. Okay. Yep. All yep. right. So I'm just saying, um, this is my podcast, and that's the way I'm going to have it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about Robert
1: the Bruce. I still don't okay. know who that is.
0: Well, he, he's he was a, a nobleman who became a uh, Jesus follower, and then he turned into uh, he became a priest and a pastor who led. The Reformation led the Church of Scotland uh, in, in terms of being the, the preacher of the day, in terms of being the one who helped them with their doctrine.
1: Like after the time after of John, John Knox, Knox. John so, Knox
0: dies in 1572, and uh, Bruce lives till
1: 1631. So, so Robert Bruce is sort of like I don't know if you if he's John, sort of like
0: the Melanchthon.
1: Okay, so if John yeah. Knox is the uh, like running the the big cultural or or leading the big cultural slash political reform and breakages yeah and official things and then Robert Bruce is coming in to do the pastoral cleanup
0: <laughs> yes yes okay. that would be good yeah right. and and to try and organize things although uh John Knox had a lot of writing we'll sure. I mean, we'll talk about that next week uh but uh to to end the story for today in August stuff uh, on August 1st, uh, nine. Uh, sorry, it says nineteen. Fifteen sixty. Yeah. Um. Uh. To to make this long story short, and again, we'll revisit the Scottish Parliament meets, and they're going to settle the issues of what what kind of church, what's the church going to be in Scotland, and they go uh, John Knox's way. John Knox and five other ministers, all named John.
1: Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. It's like the uh, play I just directed. Yeah, can you
0: can imagine. John, would you come and speak to it's us? Like and they the, all fi- stand up. I it, don't know. It's
1: like the, se- the Sense and Sensibility I just directed that you <laughs> saw. I was There's like John... John Dashwood, John Willoughby, (laughs) John whatever, who else? There's four or five Johns in that play. It's so confusing. It
0: is. Well, it took me a while, Yeah, but I'm a slow play watcher. But who
1: does that? I mean, Jane Austen. Jane Austen But she got to choose whatever names she wanted. (laughs) These aren't real people, and she chose John. Yeah. Well, there you go. But carry on.
0: But that was many years later, Ben. Yeah, I digress. Uh, Anyway, uh, August 1st, uh, 1560, Parliament meets, and they... um, they pass, uh, they, they call on John, Knox, and the five others John's to write up a new confession of faith. And so they come up in the next four days with Scott's confession, the Scott's confession of Parliament, which becomes actually the confession of uh, the Scottish uh, Presbyterian Church. Okay. That's the direction this is going. And a week later, Parliament passes three acts. Number one, uh, to abolish the jurisdiction of the Pope in Scotland, uh, sort of like what King Henry Eighth already did in England. Um, Second, condemn all doctrine and practice contrary to the Reformed faith, uh, that is, the reform, Reformation faith. Uh, the Reformed, as we think of Reformed theology today, wasn't fully hadn't fully blossomed at that point. There were many people that came after that. And then thirdly, it forbade the celebration of Mass in Scotland, which was a Catholic or Roman thing. And before the dissolution of Parliament, then, Knox and his other ministers— Uh, were given the task of organizing a newly reformed kirk, the kirk of Scotland. That's how they said it, the kirk. Instead of the church. Yes. Okay. And uh, they uh, would work uh, for several months, and they came up with the Book of Discipline, and uh, the documentation uh, was describing how to organize this new church. So as they say, they were off to the races. Nice. After that. So I guess the question is, that's the so what? Uh, real reformers in a chaotic world or real people trying to follow Christ in a chaotic world. Um, we can learn some good lessons of things to do and some good lessons of things not to do, as we're going to see uh, next week. Uh, but there's some of them in here, too. One of the things I pick up from this is, like and like Paul says in Romans 11, there will always be a remnant. God never leaves himself without a remnant of true believers, the, the true church, if you will. Um and um, you know, it's like Elijah uh, said. You know, where uh, God said to Elijah, "Look, I've got seven thousand that haven't bowed the knee to Baal." That's how uh, Paul illustrates it. Uh, another thing uh, that this whole story makes me think of is that when we see history that uh, whenever you put the Bible in the hands of the people, things change. Which is kind of what we're trying to do in the these days podcast. Ben. Remember, it's theology for the people. For the people.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's your. That was your moniker. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was well, nice. It
0: wasn't your moniker, too.
1: Well, yeah. no, no, I didn't. Uh, that wasn't tattooed on my heart in the same oh, way it is on yours. Oh. oh. <laughs> well,
0: okay. Well, let's not spread any rumors about tattoos. All right, but <laughs> 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 as and as we're going to see next time, like with Luther and and. Um, uh, well, to some degree, Calvin, but more with Luther. Uh, theology was reformed, but the structure and ecclesiology and, and of and the church... And by reformed,
1: we don't mean reformed theology as it exists today. No. We're talking about... We're talking theology about a was, reformation. Yeah, the- theology a reformation, experienced a reformation. Right. Yeah.
0: And, uh, but there was not a reformation of ecclesiology, which is how the church works right, and how we operate. Okay. And we're going to see that in detail next week. So, I'm just going to leave it as a cliffhanger today, Ben. Great. I mean, just going to let it hang out. Wait, what's there. the cliff we're hanging on? The cliffhanger is. What um, happens next? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> no, it's like John Knox maybe reformed the theology. Okay. But he didn't reform the ecclesiology. Oh, very okay. Well. So,
1: the cliffhanger is corrupt priests.
0: Uh, No. Because they didn't have precept of this. All right, sorry, sorry. I'm
1: following. I promise. You're not following. following. You're confused. (laughs) The cliffhanger is:
0: theology was reformed, but practice was not.
1: Okay. So what's going to happen to the practice of the faith?
0: Yes. You know how is it? How's the church going to work? So
1: anyway. All right. Yeah. I think I think that's great. That's all I got. Great. So I think it's that time then. Yeah. What time is that? It's that time for. Books and stuff! <laughs> books and stuff! I saw you. you what, were gonna, what, you're yeah. like, should I say it? I don't yeah, know. I know I should make I know. Ben, ben say it See, by folks, himself. what you yeah. didn't
0: know is last time we recorded this, Ben uh, did not speak, and I was the only one that shouted books and stuff, <laughs> so I was just making sure. Okay. So. Anyway, we digress. Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah. I only got one. Okay, go for it. You don't have any? No. Nothing from the Church of England or anything like that?
1: No, I mean, I've got lots of interesting things to say, but I'll okay. save them.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the book I've already mentioned it, "A Scottish Christian Heritage" by Ian Murray. Did you know that he was on the staff of Martin Lloyd Jones? Oh, really? At the church, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where he gets his fame from. But uh, besides being a leader in the Church of Scotland uh, nowadays, uh, and he, uh, this is really a uh, the the book is really a. Um, act of love for him because he said when he started studying what happened in those days it, and, and the, the teaching of, of some of these reformers, um, it really changed his life, and that's how he became a Christian. So uh, he's been studying it ever since. It's called A Scottish Christian Heritage by Ian H. Murray, and it's uh, what I, from what I've heard, it's one of the best uh, kind of overviews of this whole section of Scottish history.
1: That's great. So. You know, I do. I do have one little stuff. It's not even. It's not even that helpful, but it's just right. a memory. Yeah. Um, the first time that we went to Europe on our one of our Europe trips. Yeah. And we the first place we flew into was Edinburgh, and mm-hmm. I mentioned this already that we went to St Giles or St Giles, where there's a, yeah. a statue of John Knox. But of course, because I'm jet lagged, yeah. um, and I, I it could have had something to do with somebody snoring. But um, I woke up about 4 a.m. In Edinburgh, and decided I'll go see if I can find a coffee shop that's open. So I just wandered around the streets of old Edinburgh, the cobblestone streets, and I finally found a Starbucks that was opening at like 4.30. Did I know this? I don't know. And it started to drizzle, but I knew where St. Giles was, so I went up to the church and it was locked and I couldn't get inside. So I just sat in one of the mid, like old... Hundreds of years old doorways in the little like arch of the doorway with my coffee and watch people walk by the church wow. of Saint Giles. I had like no
0: a, idea you did that, Ben. It was
1: great. It was it was like being it was like living a part of the Reformation. It was oh. pretty special.
0: Well, no wonder you were a zombie that second day. Okay. I yep, I sure yep. was. All right. Well, uh, with that, I think uh, we'll be saying we'll be going now.